lift us when the weight of the world is on our back. Because uh, when you're a foundation, you're carrying a lot of weight. And it ain't light, let me tell you. So you need some strength in there sometimes. So I am excited. I'm going to get my pen, my pad, my iPad, my Android phone. Because we don't do that iPhone here. We're going to get that Android phone and be prepared to listen to the word of the Lord. I'm so excited. We have Minister Maurice Hancock, who is a quiet but strong man in the word of God. So y'all don't let Maurice fool you. Y'all do not let him fool you, and I'm so excited. Followed by him will be Brother Lloyd George. They say, listen to your elders. Where do y'all realize that not Brother George has seen some stuff in his life? He done been through some stuff in his life. And if you don't take that time to listen to what he has to say, you're missing out. He's giving you some life experience, some life advice. We're trying to get to where Brother George is at right now. And then last but least, we're going to follow by Deacon House. Hey, let's give Deacon House a round of applause. That boy's sharp today, boy. <laughs> he got that three-piece on. <laughs> I saw him today. I was like, whoa, sorry, sir. <laughs> I was like, can I be your armor bearer just for the day you looking so sharp? <laughs> but with nonetheless, we're going to have uh, Brother Maurice, Minister Maurice Hancock. Good morning, praise the Lord. Um, I am a proud iPhone user. Don't hate. It's nothing like iPhone. Uh, first, I want to say happy Father's Day again to all the fathers and the fits, fathers in training. I like that. I like that word. Um, first, I just want to say to keep God first. That's foundation. Keep God first as father or in training. Um, his word, it gives us a blueprint. It's, it's a blueprint, just a direction to go. Um, second point, the role of a father. This originated with God himself. He's our heavenly father, and he's a divine role, and it's a divine role and a calling to be a father. Um, becoming a father is really an opportunity to become like God, which is love and to care for children um, as God loves us and takes care of us. Amen. All right. What are some responsibilities as a father? What do we have to do in that role? Uh, one, provider. All right. Now, that can mean in many forms, not just financially. It's not always financially. Um, it can be I can provide a I can provide something for my children. They can't do what we can do as adults. They can't cook for themselves. You know, if I can cook, I'm gonna cook for my kids. Well, because I can cook. Um, provide services of clothe clothe them. You know, do stuff like that. Um, let's go to Philippians 4 and 19. Got a couple verses. Let's go there. Say amen when you got it. Philippians 4 and 19. 
it says, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That doesn't say anything about finances. It says it'll, he'll supply your needs. You know, boom. <laughs> Let's, uh, okay. What's another role as a father? Say protector. Protector. Doesn't mean I have to carry a, you know, anything around with me all day to protect my folks. I can protect somebody by telling them what not to do or what to do. I'm protecting. I'm, I'm trying to protect you from the from some type of evil or some bad situation that that could possibly happen. Um, let's go to. I have a verse for that. Two Sam, Second Samuel. 22, let me see, 2 Samuel 22, 3 and 4. Wait, wait, I'm in the wrong verse. All right. When you got it, say amen. amen. All right, it says, the God of my rock, in him will I trust. He is my shield. He is my shield. And the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my high tower and my refuge. My savior, thou savest me from the violence, from violence. Uh, I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. Like I said, it's, it's not, you know, carrying around this and that. It's about protecting as far as protecting somebody from some type of bad situation. Um, the next aspect would be leadership. All right. Let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews 13 and 17. All right. It says, obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls as they must give account that they must do, that they may do with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. All right, so that, that, that means, to me, that means I have a responsibility to be trust, I have a responsibility, I have a responsibility to be someone that you can trust, that my kids can trust. Amen. All right. Um, if they see me doing something, I want them to see me do, doing something good. Amen. You know, as for an example, just just some some example, like a hobby, like a chore around the house. Um, it, it you have to take on that initiative to do stuff that that needs to be done. All right. And if they see me doing that, they'll be like, you know what, that's something that, that I need to take in this. I, I need to go ahead and start doing something like that just because it needs to be done. Um, and they have to see me, they have to see us do it. Um, another aspect, teacher, all right? Teacher, teaching them the way to go, all right? Um, 
Let's go to Titus. Titus 2, verse 7. That's a, that's a pretty decent one. That's a good one. Titus 2, verse 7 and 8. Let me 7 and 8 or just 7. All right, it says, In all things, showing them thyself a pattern of good works, um, in doctrine, showing uncorrupt, uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, uh, sound speech that cannot be condemned, uh, that he that is of the contrary, contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. All right, so a few things. Teaching your kids a, just being a good teacher, showing them how to, guiding, guiding them in a, in a, in a right direction, um, or, or something specific that you want to teach them. Um, and it has to be a sound, sound speech meaning you have to know what you're talking about, Amen. basically. Um, and b because kids, they can pick up on stuff like that. They can pick up on, you don't know what he's talking about. They can pick it up. Um, a helper, that's another aspect of, a, of another responsibility of a father. Being a helper. You know, you seeing your kids struggling with something, offer help. My kids, they 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 are very independent. <laughs> oh yeah, Daddy, I don't want it. I don't need your help, Daddy. <laughs> you you kind of do. Well, okay, whatever. We'll, we'll I'll let you. I'll let you do it. And if you're messing up, hey, then I then I'll really step in. That's right. You know, I'm helping. I'm trying to help. Um, you can only I can only offer so much to them too. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> they something else. Um, let me see. Yeah, I got a verse for that. Matthew. Said Matthew six and sixteen. Let's see what that one says. Ah, this is straight from Jesus. Wait, wait. Isn't wait? That's, is that the one? I don't think that's the one I want. Okay. And I'll move on from that one. It was some, I'll, I'll move on from that. The next one is uh, an encourager, someone who gives an encouraging word to their children, to someone. All right. You know, you like I said, you can see that someone needs some help. They're struggling in an area. They're not confident about themselves. Um. You don't you don't dog them out. You encourage them. You know, you, that's what you do. You just give them some guide. You 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 give them pointers, give them some help. Yeah. Don't dog them out. Um, let's see. Uh, a friend. Yeah, you want to be a friend to your children. But there's a line that should not be crossed. Amen. All right. You want you want your kids to respect you, but you also need them to know 
that you can't get away with everything. You, I'm not your, I'm not always your friend, your, your buddy, but I want you to like me. I need you to like me, you know, because you can, you can, you can discipline the kid, and they cannot stand you. They'll never, they'll never, they'll respect you, but they will not like you. They, they could hate, almost kind of hate you. But, like I said, there's a line that you want to have. You want to have respect for your, your you want to have respect, but you also need to be liked. Um, because that word can, can you, somebody could hear the word, but it can be blocked because that you, you know they just put up a wall in one ear and out the other. You know, they can hear it all day, but they just don't don't care. But you being a, a you you have you can say things in a different way and still get that same message across. All right. Now here's another. Here here's a here's a good one. Proverbs twenty two and six. We we kind of all know what that one is. Let's go to it, though. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, Train up a child in the way he or she should go. And when he or she is old, he or she will not depart from it. All right, that's classic. All right. Like I said, his word is a it gives us a blueprint. Now, is the child going to follow every single thing that you say word for word? No. It's not going to happen. Not all. Some things need to be tweaked. Sometimes your delivery is what messed it up. The way that you said it, God knew your heart when you said it. But that child only heard aggression. All right? Now, what you, should, what you could do is go back, talk with, amongst each other, and figure out, you know, what what is something what, what what is it that I did, or is it something I did that made us made made this thing happen? All right. There's, there's, as long as you guys still have breath in your in your lungs, you can correct this mistake. All right. Um. I don't have uh, that. Uh, God's word is perfect, all right? But the way that we interpret it could be, the way that we interpret it and then deliver it to others, it could be wrong. Like I said, we need to go back and maybe tweak a few things, get some understanding, come to church, and, and go from there. Um, that's all I really have. Thank you. Um, and I'll pass the mic back over to Brother Miguel. Thank you.
Amen, amen. Man, that was a blessing from Brother George. I told you when he speak, he going to give you a word. And there's some things I got out of that. First off, he said, what word, who can help me out? What word we need to take out of our vocabulary? Can't, because the Bible tells us I can do all things. It didn't say I can't do all things. It said I can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. And I thank you for that encouragement. Sometimes it get hard, and I forget who I forget who my daddy is, who my father is, but my daddy said I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. And then also, I, 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 I pulled this out of there. I don't know if y'all did, but he said, he talked about faith. He talked about obedience. Now, when he first started off, he was so hungry after being a paper boy. He saw what he wanted, and he went after it. So just like with God, when you see it, you got to hold on to it. He went up there. He said, hey, hey. Can, can I just, let me just throw a paper. Let me just follow you around. I don't need to do no work. I, he didn't really say I need to pay. I just, I just want to follow you around so I can learn. So when you get good in that word of God, you just want to follow him around. And then as he got in there, just that faith grew. He, the guy was like, okay, okay. Just like God looks down on us. He said, okay, I see you are good, faithful. You're going to be here. You ain't going away after the first day. Here, let me let you throw a little bit. You can throw a little bit of paper. So he gave him a little bit more responsibility just as when you following the word of God, he increased that responsibility. Okay, you faithful coming to church. Now, let me give you this little role here. That role may be as easy as clean. It may be something like cleaning the bathroom. But if you're not faithful over what God give you, now, then that story is encouraging because he kept going. He said, okay. So then as he started doing just a little bit, he said, okay. Let me give you half this route. So we're going to work together. Now you're a partnership. You form the bond. You're in a relationship with Christ. So as you continue to grow, you form that relationship with Christ. And then once you get that relationship with Christ, y'all ain't catch that part. But see, I was listening to you, Brother George. I was listening to you. He said he moved up to zone management. So he started off from following the guy to running this section with nine people were under him. And that shows you once you get in that relationship with God, you be that good obedient service you keep moving forward with Christ he can elevate you and man that just touched my heart and that really encouraged me today brother George thank you so much for sharing that word and he also said keep moving forward don't ever look back don't look back at where you came from look back at where you where you are where you're going and also he remembered that kids follow us so you never know who is that little kid following you as a father, as a parent, looking at what you do in Christ, and they're looking at you like, hey, I want that. And I, I, I'm going to be quiet and let Deacon Howard have his time. But it reminds me, I remember the first time I got saved when I really wanted God. It wasn't, any, it wasn't a sermon. It wasn't anything somebody told me, but it was what I saw. And I, I tell this quick story, and then Deacon House, if you'll come on up. Um, it was Christmas Day, my uncle, my uncle Reggie, he had uh, got all, all his life, he wanted an air hockey set, an air hockey table. He finally got it for Christmas, and we were kids playing around, running, jump. of course, we had to jump over the table, because why not? And so we jumped, I tripped, and I put a big old hole in that table. And I would tell you, I had so much fear in me, I was like, man... My Uncle Reggie was about 6'3", 6'4". Man, I was like, man, this man going to kill me. But he looked at me, and he smiled at me. He said, it's all good. And I would, well, I thought this man was going to be angry. He was going to be furious. He just smiled and said, it's all good. And I looked at him later. I said, how you do that? 
Because if somebody would have broke my brand new hockey table, I would have been ready to act up. But it was that peace that he showed. So that just shows you it's not what you say. It's not the sermons that are preached. It's your way you carry yourself, your way you act as a Christian that's going to truly bring people to Christ. And that, Brother George, in that story, remind me of that. It said, remember, the kids are following in your footsteps. So fathers, make sure you are being that good, strong foundation because the kids are looking to you. The kids want to be you. They want to do what you do. They want to be have the abilities that you have. So with that in mind, we're going to go ahead and get for our last uh, speaker for the evening, brother. Um, excuse me, Deacon House, and let him encourage us. Uh, Brother George, you took everything I was going to say. <laughs> you know, But God laid it on my heart to come to be a father. How you come to be a father? I mean, you got to, you got to have him first in your life to be a true father. And you got to trust in him to guide you the way you need to go. So I want to go to Genesis 2 and 24, what God did with Abraham. Because Abraham came to be a, a big, mighty nation of peoples, of fathers. And it says, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. And they shall become one flesh. So when you, if you out there, you married and you still running back and forth to your mama or dad. But he say, leave your father and mother. And be joined to your wife. That way you can communicate together. Have peace together. And raise your kids up the way you should raise them. That's what I get out of this. And also he had gave him a lot of nation. I mean gave him a nation of children. That's my me. When I, when I first got married to well, when I was young, I always say, I want a bunch of kids. I want a bunch of children. I did. <laughs> and, well, fortunately, I didn't have a bunch of them. I had one son. And I thank God for him. But when I married her, we decided that we were going to, I mean, Miss House. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I married my wife, Diane. <laughs> We couldn't, she had two sons, and I took them under my wings. And then we end up getting, we were trying to have a baby, and then we end up with four more. And it was a hard, hard try, but I, we worked it out. God, if it weren't for God being in our life, we'd never made it. 
because God placed them in our heart. I love children. I love them. And God put them in, put in my heart to teach me how to raise them. And they came out real good. They came out real good. We had trial and tribulation, but we came out. <laughs> because we came to church, we brought them to church. We prayed together. And they went to say, family that prays together stays together. Then I met a bunch of more to help raise. And today, I got little ones calling me Papa. And Ain't no kin to me, but they are kin to me in Christ Jesus. Amen. And I got a little one, Norris, little boy. The other day, I was doing the fence line. He, I thought he was going to stay at home. He wanted to go with Papa. <laughs> I'm out there cutting down trees with a chainsaw and stuff. He out there looking and watching and. Pulling limbs, <laughs> he about this tall, just you know, pulling limbs. I said, boy, you you need to get back. Every time I make a move, he made a move. <laughs> <laughs> but like Brother George say, children's watching, and they, and today, if he come to the house today, he don't want nobody but Papa. If I go out in the yard, he out there with me. If I'm working on something, he out there with me. And I feel good about it, you know, because I really didn't have a lot of time with my son. But when we got together, we did have some time together because I was working offshore. And then when I came to be captain on the boat, I started from the bottom and worked my way up. And, and I saw other people, you know, the way they was doing I'll follow, like Brother George, I'll follow him around. I want to learn. Yes, right. I want to learn. Even my brother and them, they was out there way before I was. But they stayed a decade. I don't know. I, had, I asked God to raise me up a little bit every step I go. Amen. If it wasn't, I had Jesus in my life, Amen. I would be still down at the bottom. But he lifted me up every step I went. Amen. And I was, I was praying. I said, Lord, I say, even though when people came against me and told me, oh, you can't do this, you can't be a captain. Mm. Oh, I was cussed out. I was like, I was treated like nobody, like a, but I didn't let that stop me. Amen. I kept on going. Until I got my victory. And I got it through Christ Jesus Christ. And I want to thank my wife for helping me with all the tests. Because I want to tell you, it was hard. But she, she, beat, it, she beat it in my mind. <laughs> well, I want to eat. Come home from school, want to eat? Uh-uh, you go on there and there study. That's what she say. You can eat later. My stomach, my stomach was growling so bad. <laughs> I said, how can a man study when he's hungry? <laughs> but it was, it was worth it. It was worth it. But, you know, being a dad, I really had to leave from where I was to come 
where I'm at today. Because people down there, they was against what I was going to get, what I wanted. They didn't want to see me grow. They wanted to see me stay low. But I followed what God told me to do. I did just like Abraham. I left. And when I left, I started seeing myself growing every year. And I thank him for it. That's all I have. Amen. Amen. Well, that was some good points Deacon House brought up there. The number one one I want to point out is make sure you don't call your wife her. I thought he was going to get taken out. You better call your wife by her name. Say her name. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But uh, we, but that's all right because you know God is in it. God is definitely in it. But He did give us some good words of encouragement as well. For one, He said, "Put God as a guidance for the children." And I would say, especially with this generation of children, they got more things that they're going through that we never would have. There wasn't even a thought when I was growing up. Uh, so keep them covered, keep them prayed up. And he also talk about raise them in the church. If you don't give them that solid foundation of the word of God, that can become through anything in this world. I mean, it's, it's a lot going on in the school system, even at a young age. Uh, my, my wife's Rashandra Patisse Wallace Davis. Is, I said the whole name. I, she was, uh, she's a school teacher, and some of the things these kids are doing, saying, and how they're acting, that wasn't even a thought. I just wanted to watch cartoons in the morning. I wasn't thinking about none of the stuff they're talking about. But that shows that if we don't lead God to guidance and let him guide us in that process, that we can come up short. And then also, he said through persecution, he trusted God. He went to a job where he got a position that they didn't want him to have. And that reminds me of where it said, make your enemy your footstool. So all those people that persecuted him, that tried to stop him from getting what was his, they ended up being his footstools on his way up to there. So that was good encouraging there. And he said, trust God in the process. You got to have that faith. God has been dealing with me personally on faith. He may say, hey, that money look good over here. This lifestyle good over here, but that ain't where I want you. You need to come over here because now I need to build you from the ground up. I got something else in you. I need to pull it out. And that's covering it up. And you may have to leave the money. You may have to leave the better lifestyle. And he saw how he trusts God in the process. And when he left there, he has received growth. He became a better man. He got more time with his family. And that's just amazing when you have that relationship and trusting in God. And that was just such a blessing. Thank you so much. So with that being said, I hope has everyone enjoyed themselves so far? Hey, fellas, do y'all feel encouraged? All right, all right. So now it's time we're going to have the Bible One. I'd like to thank you all for allowing me to be your MC. Uh, and closing it out, we're going to have.